spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. All right. If you haven't heard yet, final. Trump owes $83 no, million. We're so over that. <laughs> and let's make it more about us. Final. Well, she owed us $83 million. <laughs> Final uh, Gatos and Chad show. Maybe it's a shock to you. Maybe you've heard it as we've been talking about the elephant in the room all week long. We're not hiding from it. We're going to both uh, be here with KTAR. We've got new shifts. We will not be on the same show, but we will still occasionally hug it out. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and there's going to be times when we, we, we do things together. That's right. Uh, show-wise, so that's cool, too. I'm excited about that. But, yeah, both of us are. you got Bruce coming in with you. I'm yep. going to handle the uh, a lot of the politics and the national stuff. So we, we, this is good. we got this dialed. It'll be fun. Uh, My show's all music. It's going to be mostly <laughs> 40 minutes of nonstop rock. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so we'll wind it down today. We had a lot of fun over the last four years. We hope you enjoyed some of it. Can I say that? Like, uh, yeah, hopefully. Nobody I mean, enjoyed all of it. You know, nobody enjoyed all of it. And if it sucked, it was somebody else's so fault. So what? We blame that on Becky Lynn, her part of the show. All right, I'm just kidding. Don't put your headphones on again. I was just thinking, <laughs> blame it on me. That's blame right. it on I'm, me. I'm still here. <laughs> blame it on me. All right. Um, executions. That's a good. It's uh, a good topic that we can tackle right now. Arizona doesn't do them anymore. But guess who did one uh, just yesterday with uh, some new stuff? Was it Alabama? Alabama. They decided, hey, you killed somebody, and yeah. it was a it was a it was a hitman kind of thing. Thousand bucks, kill a lady, a preacher mm-hmm. who wanted uh, his wife dead for for her insurance. He hired two of these guys, two of these guys paid him a thousand bucks. They killed his wife. Then he killed himself a week later when they realized this is. Uh, this was paid for. And finally, they put this dude to death last night. Now, they tried in 2022, but they couldn't get any veins, and they messed it up, so they stopped it. Okay. Then they had to go through the whole thing, and then it finally, last night, got to the, uh, what's it called? It's to a new method. Supreme Court, and they oh, said, no, yeah, sorry. you're, you're going to go through with it. And so then they strangled him. No, they didn't strangle him. <laughs> All right, new method. Nation's yes. first known execution using this new method. Should Arizona do it? We're going to talk about it. Uh, nitrogen hypoxia. Yeah. Okay. So so it, it's how long did it take to, to 22 kill? minutes. Okay. But here's the thing. Everybody's, everybody's saying, oh, my gosh, it took 22 minutes to kill the guy. Oh, for crying out loud, he must have been in horrible pain. How do you know that? Just because it took... Just because it's not over with, you know, three quick needles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and they, one of the things they said, well, the, he writhed around and, and grabbed a couple times. Okay. Well, they were told before right. that when his body goes into certain phases, that was going to happen. So, from what I understand, it's th- this type of nitrogen gas, if, if, if you come into contact with it. It's similar to rapid airline decompression. Yes. Okay. That doesn't sound a, a whole lot of fun. That sounds like, what, suffocation, possibly? That's kind of what it was. It okay. was suffocation. Okay. Um, but then you don't have to go out and find all the exotic drug cocktails that apparently Arizona says they can't find. Oh, nobody can find them. Okay, that was their problem. Put- they couldn't find them anymore. So if we if we choose the death penalty, why isn't this a good way to carry it out? I think it's okay. Well, they said last night the big thing was, this is an experimental. Well, it worked, so okay. there we go. Right. Okay, it worked, but was it torture? I don't, uh, you know, as the, the, the son said, uh, 
He forgave him a long time ago, the three people who did it, and uh, they didn't ask his mom when she was being killed how she wanted to die. Yeah. So he died. It took 22 minutes, uh, and that's it. I mean, I, I don't know if it was torture because he's not here to answer that. Yeah. So Alabama is one of only three states um, to approve this method. Uh, the other two, I, I don't remember, I think it was Oklahoma and uh, Mississippi. Yeah. So it, what happened to the electric chair? We don't do that anymore. Does anybody see, even have it? Georgia probably has it. Old Sparky? You, is that you, Florida? See, that just that that's too much. I, I mean, I don't have any. I, I don't know. I'm not. I don't feel any bad for anybody on on death row. They could they could they could croak however they want. That's probably just too much to fry. We don't about. hang anybody anymore. It's quick. It, it is. I mean, it worked gross. for Saddam, right? Like he's yeah. walking around right now, right? So, I mean, we don't, what about, I know the gun thing is used in a few places, right? I don't know why we don't do it. It's a no. shot to the heart, and no one knows who shot the bullet because they have, what, five, yeah. eight, and ten And some guys? of them have now, they have machines where it's like oh. you're inside of a, you know, I, I don't, what about, yeah, they don't shoot you in the head. because no, no. Why would anybody want to get shot in the head? It's like, that's not what they do. No, they shoot you in the heart. Yeah, you know, or what about, like, I mean, the guillotine, that's super quick. No, nah, it's, it's too gr- gruesome, I think. If you're going to get something passed and people are going to okay it, like the guillotine, my gosh, ugh, it's ugh, and it's messy. That's the other thing. All right, so so the new method. Well, it's the person care if if that's the way he wants to go, right? We're saying he because it's mostly he, but uh, right. if he wants to go, I mean, it's not like he's cleaning it up. Nope. Nitrogen hypoxia used uh, on an inmate, Kenneth Smith in Alabama. So. The, this method is designed to replace oxygen in the body with a high concentration of nitrogen. Yes. And that's what causes death. And Alabama is the only state to have carried it out. Um, the thing, when we go back to Arizona, is I, I don't think we're working on a solution here. We've got people on death row that should lose their lives. And we're a state that is... is that 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 has done that, and we're okay with it. And then you they put that fi- pause on it because nobody can find the drugs, and when they got them, they can't store them correctly. Well, then find another way that is not torture, and you'll be fine. I think what we have here is an AG and a governor who, you know, behind closed doors are against the death penalty. Yeah. Well, that's fine, but you live in a state that's for it. And uh, I'm still waiting for some of those reports that were supposed to come out. All those, remember that? We're going to do some reports. We're going to check it out. We're going to investigate it. We're going to watch it. Well, you're not going to do it. Well, see, that's part of the problem is you're no longer going to do it. So how can you study it? I think there are different ways that you can do this. The one way that we talked to experts about, and we mentioned it already, is firing a shot into someone's heart and it explodes and you're dead in seconds. Yeah. You're dead immediately. You bleed out immediately. You're dead. You're dead. And it's quick. Uh, would you say it's painless? I would say it's pretty painless. I would say that's as fast yeah, as you could like possibly you're, you're go. You're gone. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't cost much. You don't have to go and buy all these drugs. And I like what you said. There's not a sometimes there's not a human being that is shooting that bullet because there's never one person shooting the bullet. How many are there? The, the, well, there's usually f- there, there's five people or right. four people, and one, one of the guns is empty. One right. So you don't know if it was you that had the empty one or or you shot it, but. If you've got a machine that does it, that's even better. That's even better. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. Last execution in Arizona was November of 2022. Wow. So we are now a little over a year. Mm. A little over a year from then uh, is where we're at now. So I don't know if I expect any during the Hobbs administration. No, I don't don't know either. They're going to drag. They're going to try to run the clock out for as long as they can on that. Mm. All right. Um, They used 
a different form of execution, first in the nation last night in Alabama, nitrogen gas. And it worked. It took 20 minutes. But I think they're going to have to do some real research on, uh, was the, can you tell if the guy is in pain? You know, did they hook him up to something like brainwaves? Could they tell yeah. that he was in pain? Because if he wasn't, guess what? This is good then. This is a good way to do it. Yeah. I mean, it took 22 minutes, but at the end of the day, it still worked. Right, right. If he's tortured for 22 minutes, then you got to figure something out. Yeah, that wasn't, they didn't torture him. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. he did and, at all. And, and it, it, it's over. At the end of the day, it's over. Yep. He's gone. Everything they said was going to happen. And the big the big thing about this, it's never been done before. So that's why everybody was freaking out. Like, you're, you're experimenting on somebody. Well, if you're going to experiment on someone... That's the guy to experiment that's on. That's the guy to do it. All right, coming up next, it's our final show, the Gatos and Chad show. Uh, we are going to go to our new shifts, our new day parts, our new time slots, if you will. Uh, coming up, what's the date? February uh, 5th? 5th. Okay. It'll be the 5th. Um, when we come back, a look back, the uh, Gatos and uh, Chad years, a, a montage that certainly is going to make you laugh or cry. It's a Gatos and Chad show. Change. I guess change is good for any of us. I ain't mad at you. Got nothing but love for you. Do you think, boy? This is the Gatos and Chad show. Is that how we feel on our final show? Ah, yeah. We've had a great four-year run. The Gatos and Chad show. Things are going to change. You and I will still be here at the radio station. We will not be on the air at the same time. But uh, uh, a lot of people still don't know about the changes. Uh, we're wide open on it. Uh, we, uh, we don't run from that. There are changes being made. We think you're going to like them. Uh, this show will, 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 I guess, it would cease to exist by 6 o'clock tonight. Yes. So it is our last show, so we want to look back. Even though you will continue on here at KTAR, I will continue uh, here at KTAR. But you and I are going to uh, be on different shows. So we, uh, we decided, how about we uh, look back on... The past uh, four years of uh, the Gatos and Chad show. And uh, just reminisce. Hit it. The Gatos and Chad show. Afternoons. Happy summer solstice. It's going to be sunlight till midnight. No, it's not. It's just the first day of summer. Okay. Longest day of the year. Where's the place in the world that's always sunny? Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Two of your own people on KTR are calling us on the air, acting like juvenile delinquents. All right, let's call this thing again. Here we Thank go. Thank you for calling the Empower Hotline. I got this one. Yes, I'd like to make a complaint on an Arizona teacher. His name is Tom Horn. He's bullying us, calling us names, me and my partner. Feel triggered. It is the new sub-variant of Omicron, and they're calling it the Kraken. That doesn't sound very good. What would you want to call it? Fuzzy Kitty? (laughs) Right. Fuzzy Kitty. You're like, oh my God. Guess what? Uh, We are struggling when it comes to our sperm count. Not just America, but the world. Jeez, Chad. This domestic terrorism is anathema to the constitutional order. Adrian Fontes, don't use big words like that. Gotta dumb it down for us. I mean, come on, anathema? Becky Lynn, can you use anathema in a sentence? This conversation is definitely an anathema in the middle of holding up headlines. A fight started in the stands. One person's finger was bitten off. Call us if you've ever lost a digit. Tommy and Peoria, how'd you lose your digit? Working on the side of the road. I smooched it. 12-pound sledgehammer. They had to cut more of the finger off. Oh! 
wow, you lost it twice. What was the weirdest job interview you guys have ever been on? I interviewed somebody, this old guy, right? In the middle of the interview, his tooth fell out. Telemarketing. <laughs> there is a Santa shortage. There's also been a huge increase in demand for black Santas, Hispanic Santas, American Sign Language Santas. Wouldn't American Sign Language be difficult for a guy who wears mittens? Oh, geez, tough. Can't see the fingers. Out, wow. Yeah, that'd be tough. Oh, gosh. Are you guys getting dozens of political texts? Oh, God. Didn't you tell us the other day you have this new app? Yeah, Nomo Robo. Like Tony Romo. Nomo Robo. No more Romo. No. <laughs> Do you remember holding a rally for a Cardinals New Orleans Saints game when you were governor? Did I? <laughs> oh, yes, you did. Beat that Saints! Yay! <laughs> It's like a little loaded or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hot new word that Gen Z uses. Yeah, kind of, what well, is you know, kitty, kitty, purr, or something like that. What the hell is that? Oh, kitty, kitty, purr. Meow, meow. Yeah, I don't like this conversation. No. But what does that mean, then? I don't think I know what any of these All right, means. All right, so Gen Z is saying the kitty. Yeah. Yeah, I'll kick you in the teeth if you start something like <laughs> Stephanie is joining us. Uh, Richard is a emu. I got a stupid question. So wait, Richard is a a, a female. Yeah. <laughs> what? <No>. what? <laughs> Hold on a second. I thought we were talking about a male emu. Now I'm all trans screwed bird? up. Oh, it's not a yeah. trans bird, Chad. Oh, for Pete's sake. Joining us now from the uh, top of the KTAR building. He is on the roof. Ladies and gentlemen, Chad Benson. Hi, Chad. Do you guys have that temperature gun out there? We got the temp gun. Let's do this. Okay. What do you want to shoot yeah. with the temperature gun? Yeah, we're going to shoot the ground right now. All right. We're looking at uh, 150. 150 degrees. There's huge machines up here, you know, because we have air conditioning. You know that because you don't ever leave the studio. (laughs) A man with his hand in a bag walks in demanding money. Everybody get down! No one moves. Everybody ignores him. As he leaves, empty-handed. Nobody bought it. Nobody is. (laughs) No. Next time, i got to get a gun because I am not good at this. President uh, Joe Biden. My administration is cracking. (laughs) Cracking down on junk trees. Uh, (laughs) I don't mean (laughs) Not ending well. I know, I know. Do you feel bad about giggling for this? No. Okay. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said, listen, I'm going to charter a couple of planes and I'm going to put Venezuelan migrants on all of them. And they went to Martha's Vineyard. Welcome to beautiful Martha's Vineyard. Bienvenido a Hermosa El Venido de Marta. Can I talk about my colonoscopy? It's easier than going to get your teeth cleaned. Well, imagine if you could do both at the same time. That would be great. Oh, we messed up the tools. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. I look back at the Gatos and Chad years. Have had so much fun with you, my friend. Yeah. As much fun as I've ever had in radio. We had so much fun. We yeah. were talking about before the show, all of us, all the fun stuff off the air we got to do. Pablo and I going down and meeting some new people that uh, were unhoused, uh, you know, uh, urban campers, whatever you want to call them. Uh, that was the homeless. Yeah, the homeless. Hundred degrees. We went down there with Gatos too, and he wouldn't get out of the car. Remember that? Like, <laughs> no, I would not get out. He's like, "Don't slow down." <laughs> <laughs> why, why are we slowing down? Oh my god, that was so funny. So that was. Uh, it was just. It was, it's been. It's been fun. Don't do no. Don't slow down. Don't dude, slow down, dude. Roam up. And you guys have no idea the COVID years <laughs> oh. of. I mask, apologize. double mask. Apologize for that. Stuff. Giving high elbow to people. Who? Yeah. What's up, man? I don't ever do that to me. Mm. Continuing to wash everything. 
Remember when we were the only people in the building? Oh, that was awful. And we had theme week? Yeah, yes. To get us through the week. Dressed up every day. It was superhero was, week. Yeah. We, were, we had pajama back week. Back to the 80s it week. Was, <laughs> yes, we were, because we, we were it. Yeah. It was it. Yeah. yeah. Like the sports station wasn't even here. No. no nobody was here. It was no. like the four of us, five we of us. to entertain ourselves. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> All right. So we got a couple hours left of the final Gatos and Chad show. You're going to hear more of uh, some of these montages that are fun. And then Chad and I, we will start our new time slots here at KTAR. These big changes are coming. February big changes. Yeah. Coming up next, January is Firefighter Cancer Awareness Month. Hey, why are so many heroes getting cancer on the job? This has happened for so long. Let's tackle this next on the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, so January is Firefighter Cancer Awareness Month. You hear all about occupational cancer for firefighters. It's just horrible. Uh, they they get cancer on the job. There have been some cities around the valley that, you know, didn't want to pay and help these firefighters. And, you know, Chad, our question remains, you know, why, why are so many of our heroes getting cancer on the job? So let's bring in uh, our friend Jason Miller, uh, Division Chief with Phoenix Fire Department. Jason, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's a privilege to be here. So why wasn't this a problem 30 years ago? Why are we finding out about this over the last 5, 10 years? Well, you know, it's a pretty complex issue, but I'll look at a couple things that were really important in this change, um, because that's a great question. I think people, we've been fighting fires. We're still going to houses that are on fire, um, and we're going to continue to do that. But um, two of the things that have changed dramatically over the last three or four decades is building construction, right? Mm. First of all, what things are made out of, what they're coated with. It used to be, we call it legacy materials, um, uh, large wood, you know, solid wood, uh, cotton fabrics, those kind of things. Look around your room right now. Listener, look around your car, look around your space. Everything's synthetic. It's press board with chemicals and glue put together. There's plastics. Everything is coated with uh, what, ironically, some of it is, is uh, fire retardant material. Mm. That's great to try to keep fires from happening. But once they do, they put off intense chemicals and intense uh, toxins. Um, So we're building things out of these synthetics. Fabrics aren't built out of cotton anymore. It's their synthetic fabrics where there's foam inside of them. Anything that's uh, that's stain protected or water or oil protected is coated with things. So when it burns, it burns dangerous and hot and fast. Yep. And it's it's nasty. So it's allowed you. We were just talking earlier. Explain to everybody that the equipment you guys use has gotten way better because it's gotten way better. It's put you at a different kind of risk. Yeah, it's it's ironic. And so our technology and our personal protective equipment has gotten dramatically better over the years. But they've built it to withstand heat. We weren't really thinking about toxic exposure at the time. And so um, what happened was we were able to get deeper and closer to these fires into to spaces that 30 years ago we would never be able to survive in, but our gear's allowing us to do that now. Well, couple that with what we just talked about, and we're putting ourselves in these crock pots of toxic chemicals, and our exposures are just going through the roof. So January is Firefighter Cancer Awareness Month. Um, We're being joined by Jason Miller, Division Chief with the Phoenix Fire Department. How many firefighters have cancer? How many are dealing with this right now, the occupational hazard of getting cancer? Buckle up. Right now in the city of Phoenix alone, we're seeing about four diagnoses a month. 
No. Cancer diagnosis. Yes. It's crazy. For a month? Yep. So we're working with um, the Vincere Cancer Center. Dr. Shukla's over there. She's doing our occupational health. She's tremendous. Um, But she's been tracking some of the cancers, some of the large cancers, just in the city of Phoenix with Phoenix firefighters, active members. These aren't retirees. These are active members. And in the last three years, we've had 30 diagnoses of prostate cancer, 25 diagnoses of kidney cancer, which is really a strange cancer for us to get. Every one of those kidney cancers are members uh, younger than 50 years old, many of them in their in their 30s. We've had uh, 12 lymphoma diagnosis, and just in the last year, we've had eight thyroid cancer diagnosis. That's 75 in the last three years, and that's just those four cancers. So it's been, it's it's out of control right now. Are, are, are you guys getting checked far more frequently than, than say a normal occupation that's not dealing with fires? Are you guys recognize, okay, we got to get checked all the time? We are, and that's one of the pillars of how we are trying to combat this is with early detection. Again, I mentioned the Vincere Cancer Center, but we um, we have mechanisms now, and again, you alluded to some of the coverage that we um, get that that we are able to have access to a lot better care, to get early detection, and to be seen often for this, yeah. If you were to tell the listener one thing right now that you want them to know, what is it? Um, the DNA of firefighters is that we um, we love helping our customers. We love getting out there and doing the things that we're doing. Saving people. Saving people. And we don't ever, ever want to compromise our ability to do that. Um, but in strange ways, these are some of the, the the risks that we knew when we came on the job. We didn't know this one. This one snuck up on us in the last 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, you think about running into a fire, the potential there, you don't realize 20 years from now that fire may may kill you. We weren't thinking about it in this way. And so just know uh, firefighters are much better at protecting others than they are themselves. Yeah. Um, and we love what we're doing, but but we're at a point where we're trying to say, how can we help protect the people that are protecting everybody else? Jason Miller, Division Chief, Phoenix Fire Department. January is Firefighter Cancer Awareness Month. Thanks for coming in. Thank explaining you. Explaining this all to us. And my goodness, we got we to gotta help these firefighters. There's no question about it. Keep us up to date on how it's going. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. All right. When we come back, um, should you get kicked out of a sporting event for heckling? Happened to a Suns fan. Stick around. It's the Gators and Chad Show. Hey, you remember that uh, guy in Dallas who got uh, kicked out of the Mavs game? He was a Suns fan in the Dallas stadium. Uh, Suns versus the Mavs. And this fan was wearing a Booker jersey. And, and he said horrific things. He really did. What did he say again, wise man? Do you remember the exact terminology? It had something to do with a treadmill <laughs> against Luka Dantich. He basically called him fat. He yeah, told him he to didn't. get back on the treadmill. Oh, right. But that's not. You're looking tired. Get your back on the treadmill. Okay. Well, um, our friends at Arizona Sports tracked this guy down. His name is Kenneth Rowe. Um, you know, it's pretty interesting. He got uh, He got kicked out of the arena, kicked off the property. He really did nothing to deserve it. I know I walk up to the concourse and there's a couple gentlemen there waiting for me and they were, you know, I had a beer in my hand. They're like, you know, they told me to throw away the beer. You know, they they said, your night's over. You know, you're done. And they escorted me out of the arena. Wow. And then another, I, I assume someone for a gentleman, I assume working for the venue, American Airlines Center, he pokes his head out of the door to me outside and he says, sir, you're going to have to exit the property. Wow. Jeez. Like, Son, uh, Bickley and Murata. So a little bit more. That was probably the worst one. Right, that, and- so hold on. So basically, let me set this one up. What, what was? What did you actually say? 
what is the worst thing that you said? Here's here's what he said. That was probably the worst one. And that, and that one, to years. refresh people's memory, that was the you're tired, get your ass on the treadmill. Is that accurate, Kenneth? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, pretty good. that's what I said. That's pretty good. Okay. Wow. He used the treadmill wow. word. <laughs> can, I, can I say something? I would have kicked him out, too. For being a, the worst heckler yeah, in the world. Not, not this guy doesn't know how to heckle. Now, uh, Wiseman and I, we have a battle every day of funny things we see on the interwebs. And I sent Wiseman today a European basketball game. Uh, Wiseman, explain what you saw in said European basketball thing. Uh, if I'm remembering right, it's the, cr- the crowds are ridiculous overseas. Yeah. Like, it's a different animal when you're in other stadiums across the world than it, it is, is in america they're bouncing up and down the place is shaking okay. it's like an earthquake it, it, it is and are it's they like, saying anything inappropriate? oh they're chanting horrible things yeah and this guy comes from europe he played in europe and get your butt on a treadmill that gets you kicked out that's it well he's a- get your derriere on a moving <laughs> machine <laughs> i i think it comes down to the player that wanted him out so think about Luka Doncic, who's a star in this league. Suns fans hate him for obvious reasons. Um, uh, you know, should have been the number one pick. You guys, you guys I have know, buyers I, remorse. I remember, I know. But if you're in Dallas and you're Luka, and you're being somewhat taunted by a fan who's not in a Mavs jersey but in a in a Suns jersey, I mean, you really can't take the heat. You have to, as an NBA player well, making millions of dollars, you've got to point out someone who hasn't even cursed you out or hasn't thrown any. He hasn't done anything to you. He told of, you to get on a treadmill. You know what? Maybe we all should get on a treadmill. I know I, I mean, should. We all should. So, Take the heat. Get out of the kitchen. That's going to make you thinner when you get out of the kitchen. <laughs> I just can't believe an NBA player was so horrified by that. Yeah. Like, like, Do you think maybe he thought it? somebody else said something and he thought it was that guy? No. He looked over and he saw a guy in the booker and he's like, that's got to no, be it. No, I think I think that it I think that Luca knows he needs to get on the treadmill. I <laughs> know I'm serious. And it is a very touchy subject for him. And, you know, you can go up to somebody and say something and it's not that big a deal. But to them, it is. Yeah. But again, you're an NBA basketball player. You're six foot ten. You're getting paid millions of dollars. A guy tells you to get on the treadmill and you're going to point him out yeah. to security? That is so and It was weird. such a power trip for somebody, it right? Was, that's, it was. that's all it was, was a power you trip. You know what? I bet you the coach said yesterday, dude, you're going to have to get on the treadmill. <laughs> I know, right? And then that was like, that was PTSD of the treadmill <laughs> oh, situation. Oh, my you guys get where I'm going goodness. with this. I really like so that. It's so lame. It was not a good situation. I mean, <laughs> even, if, even if Booker did that in Phoenix and pointed to a Mavs fan... Like, I would think that would be weak, too. Just so weak. The only time you kick somebody out is if they use racism, if they if their language is salty, um, if they throw something at you, if they're drunk. This poor Suns fan in Dallas didn't do anything wrong. No, no, not to deserve that. No. The only thing no. he did wrong is it was Maybe a Maybe you should have sent him to the rafters for a horrible insult. <laughs> right, exactly. You need to go up to the rafters and be quiet, sir. <laughs> All right, coming up, 4 o'clock hour. It is the Gatos and Chad Show, our final show, until we move to our new time slots. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about why Trump killed the border deal. Stick around.